driving in the woods, except for the sake of showing off his new clothes. Oh, look, dear, here comes His Majesty in the royal coach for a ride in the woods to show off his new clothes. Oh, my, make sure you comment on his new wardrobe as he drives by, or else he'll be cranky for a month. <laughs> Hello, loyal peasants. Nice day for a ride in the woods, don't you think? My, what a beautiful purple sash you have on with matching shoes, Your Majesty. Oh, thank you. They're new, you know. And that's a white spot orange shirt you're sporting. I've set off with chartreuse tights, Your Majesty. <laughs> yes, those are new also. Good day. The Emperor had a costume for every hour in the day. And instead of saying as one does about any other king or emperor, he is in his council chamber, the people here always said, the emperor is in his dressing room. Yes, clothes of the finest sorts always ended up on the emperor. <laughs> well, where do you think clothes are supposed to end up? On the cat? <laughs> Hats, gloves, blouses and skirts, pants, shoes, socks and shirts came from a farmer and came from a chemist. Sing those two lines. Came from a farmer and came from a chemist and ended up in the store somewhere then they ended up on you. Now each time we sing it through, we're gonna add a few more lines in the middle. Okay, everybody ready? Sing, hats, gloves, blouses and skirts, pants, shoes, socks and shirts, came from a farmer and came from a chemist, then sent to the thread spinner and sent to the cloth weaver. Sing those two. Sent to the thread spinner and sent to the cloth weaver and ended up in store somewhere then they ended up on you everybody hats gloves blouses and skirts pants shoes socks and shirts came from a farmer and came from a chemist good then sent to the thread spinner and sent to the cloth weaver then sent to the garment maker created by designers. Sing that. Sent to the garment maker created by designers. And ended up in store somewhere. Then they ended up on you. Sing hats, gloves, blouses, and skirts. Pants, shoes, socks, and shirts came from a farmer and came from a chemist, then sent to the thread spinner, and sent to the cloth weaver, then sent to the garment maker, 
created by designers, helped by lots of office workers, carried by transportation people, and ended up in store somewhere, then they ended up on you. One more time now. See how fast we can do it, okay. Hats, gloves, blouses and skirts, pants, shoes, socks and shirts came from a farmer and came from a chemist then sent to the thread spinner and sent to the cloth weaver then sent to the garment maker created by designers helped by lots of office workers carried by transportation people and ended up in a store somewhere then they ended up on you We'll return for more Kids Radio Show right after this. Life was very gay in the great town where the Emperor lived. He would have a parade on the slightest and silliest excuse. Sire, I have been going over your most recent edict that you had posted over the entire kingdom, which stated your thoughts on what the fashionable length of robes should be this ah, I'm the queen of this kingdom, and yet it's the Emperor who dictates fashionable dress? <laughs> well, you're an empress, not a queen, dear. And yes, old court minister, robes will be just below the knee this year. What's the difference? Oh, uh, about two inches longer than last year's robes. No, dimwitty. The difference between a queen and an empress. Oh, oh, well, you know, I don't really know that one. Hmm. Oh, goodness. Zyre! As your old court minister, I must inform you that you have used punctuation marks entirely incorrectly in this edict on spring fashion you posted. You see, you used a comma when you should have used a period, and you used an exclamation mark when you should have used a question mark, and, and it just keeps on going. Punctuation. What an excellent reason to have a parade through the town. I can wear my new customized jam shorts with my red Nehru jacket. Hoo-hoo! Come on, Empress! Oh, dear! Not another parade! The man is so trite! What if punctuation marks could make sounds? Wouldn't it surprise us? Wouldn't it be fun? A period, a question mark, an exclamation, a curly comma. Let's end the sentence with a period. Let's end another with a period. Can you win this question with a question mark? Yes, exclamation mark. Watch the tin 
Strangers came to visit the Empress town every day, and among them one day were two swindlers with a plan. They gave themselves out as weavers and said that they knew how to weave the most beautiful fabrics imaginable. Not only were the colours and patterns unusually fine, but the clothes that were made of this cloth had very peculiar and mystical qualities. The Emperor sent for these new weavers at once. So, weavers, people tell me you spin a good yarn to make very fine clothes. What say you? Indeed, your worship, and colors and patterns so fine you can't believe your eyes. But the strange thing about our work, you gullibleness, is that clothes made from this cloth have a peculiar quality of becoming invisible Ooh. to every person who is not fit for the office he or she holds, Ooh. or who is impossibly dull. Ooh, goody, goody. Uh, those must be splendid clothes. By wearing them, I would be able to discover which men and women in my kingdom are unfitted for their posts. <laughs> I shall distinguish the wise men from the fools, because the fools will think I'm not wearing any clothes. <laughs> in the buff in their eyes, so to speak. Exactly, <laughs> Sire. How wise you are. <laughs> yes, so I've been told. Well, I certainly must order some of that stuff to be woven for me. Excellent, Your Majesty. First, we shall need a lot of your finest silks and wools and wools of your purest gold thread. And, of course, lots and lots of money in uh, advance so we can begin work at once, your loadedness. Uh, well, yes, yes, whatever you say. So the emperor did what the weavers asked. They put up two looms and pretended to weave, but they had nothing whatever upon their shuttles. They had stashed the fine silks and rolls of purest gold thread in their own bags while they worked away at the empty looms far into the night. But this also gave the emperor time to think, and he became impatient whenever he thought. <laughs> I sure would like to see how those weavers are getting on with the cloth. But wait a minute here. They said anyone unfit for their post, or just plain stupid, would not be able to see it. Well, I certainly don't have anything to worry about, but, but I think I'll send someone else there first to see how things are going. Uh, I know, I'll send my faithful old court minister to the weavers, yeah. <laughs> He's a clever old codger that fulfills his duties very well, so he'll be best able to see how the stuff looks. So, the good old minister went into the room where the two swindlers sat working at the empty loom. He opened his eyes very wide when he noticed he couldn't see anything on the loom, but he took care not to say so. So, old minister, don't you think our cloth has good pattern and beautiful colouring? Come on, sir, why don't you say anything about our stuff? You do see it, don't you? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, quite beautiful. Uh, very charming. Yeah, such patterns and such colors. I, uh, I, I will certainly tell the emperor that the stuff pleases me very much. Yeah. <laughs> the swindlers went on to name all the colors and described the peculiar pattern and the old court minister paid great attention to what they said so as to be able to repeat it when he got home to the emperor. Then the swindlers went on to demand more money, 
more silk and more gold to be able to proceed with the weaving. But they put it all into their own pockets. Not a single strand was ever put into the loom. But they went on as before, weaving at the empty loom, taking breaks every once in a while to count the coins they embezzled. Lots of coins. soon sent another court official to see how the stuff was getting on and if it would soon be ready. The same thing happened to him as to the old minister. He looked and he looked, but as there was only the empty loom, he could see nothing at all. He thought he must be unfit for his good post as court official, so he decided to cover for his apparent deficiency. Well, how does the fabric look, court official? Oh, sire, it's magnificent. Everyone in town is talking about this splendid stuff. <laughs> okay, that does it. It's time I paid my weavers a royal visit. You, court official, and you, old court minister, will accompany me. So the emperor and his two faithful officials, who had already seen the imaginary stuff, went to visit the crafty impostors who were working hard as ever at the empty loom. Zee, your majesty, isn't it magnificent? <gasps> what a design, what colours. It's so gorgeous, I advise your majesty to wear a suit made from this wonderful cloth. Yeah, yeah, and wear it on the occasion of a great procession, which your majesty will probably have very soon. Yes, <laughs> your majesty, the peasants will probably be very impressed. Oh, well, yes, uh, yes, this, uh... This uh, cloth? Yes, this cloth meets with my highest royal approval. <laughs> Does the uh, sire enjoy all the new colors? Uh, oh, the colors, yes. <laughs> well, the colors are, uh, well, uh, just beyond words to describe. 
Or, or are they? Your dimness, this delicate fabric contains all the colors of the rainbow. Oh, of course, I knew that, I knew that. Yes, I can see that with my own eyes, you know. Uh, yes, all the colors of the rainbow, right there. I think, I mean, I mean, I know. What color could a flower be? Here's a color that a flower could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could a tree be? Here's a color that a tree could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could a butterfly be? Here's a color butterflies could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could the sky be? Here's a color that the sky could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. There's seen on everyone and everything. It's one with a special gift to bring. They brighten up the world and make you want to sing. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could a puppy be? Here's a color that a puppy could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could a kitty be? Here's a color that a kitty could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could a bird be? Here's a color that a bird could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. What color could a baby be? Here's a color that a baby could be. We have all the colors of the rainbow. There's seen on everyone and everything. He's one. We'll be back with more Kids Radio Show in a moment. Let's pretend we can fly up to Mars, walk on the moon, swing on the stars, ride on a magic carpet and zoom over the clouds, ride a witch's broom. See me now, I'm a 
as free as the breeze, laughing and gay, no one to please. I can be anywhere that I want to be. It's easy when I imagine me. I can talk to the birds as I sit on a cloud, lie on a rainbow, then float to the ground. It's great to pretend for a little while. It's so much fun. It makes me smile. Let's pretend we can fly up to Mars, walk on the moon, swing on the stars, ride on a magic carpet and zoom over the clouds. Ride a witch's room. I can use each star as a stepping stone and fly to where no bird has flown. It's great to pretend for a little while. It's so much fun. It makes me smile. Let's pretend we can fly up to Mars, walk on the moon, swing on the stars, ride on a magic carpet and zoom over the clouds. Ride a witch's broom. 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 The swindlers sat up the whole night before the day on which the procession was to take place burning candles, pretending to be stitching on the Emperor's new clothes. They pretended to take the stuff off the loom, they pretended to cut it out in the air with a huge pair of scissors, and they stitched away with needles without any thread in them. At last, sire, now the Emperor's new clothes are ready. On my right arm I have draped the trousers, on my other is the coat. And here is the mantle, as light as a spider's web, sire. One might think one had nothing on, but that is the beauty of it, don't you see? Oh, yeah, yeah, I quite agree with you both. <laughs> Almost like very nothing at all. It is so fine and perfect, yeah. <laughs> Will your majesty be graciously pleased to take off your clothes? No, I will not be so pleased. Oh, your imperialness, we are professionals, remember? We just want to put on your new clothes to get a proper fitting. You may also see how they look on here before the great mirror. Uh, well, uh, okay, but I want you to get them on me quickly. I catch colds easily, you know. <laughs> The Emperor took off all his clothes, and the impostors pretended to give him one article of dress after the other of the new ones which they had pretended to make. They pretended to fasten something around his waist and to tie on something. This was the long train robe, and the Emperor turned round and round in front of the mirror. Oh, how stunning! His Majesty looks in his best uh, in his new clothes. 
Yeah, I'm becoming on you, Zyre. What a design. What colors. There's the most gorgeous rose. Oh, bravo, Zyre. <laughs> yeah, now that I see the whole new wardrobe on myself in the great mirror, I can see that they fit perfectly. Almost like a second skin. <laughs> then the emperor turned round and round again in front of the grand mirror so that he should seem to be looking at his grand things. Look into the mirror. What did the mirror say? You're the ugliest kid I've seen. Will you please go away? My feelings had been hurt. My pride was damaged. I was crushed. My hair was cold. My clothes are clean. My teeth had all been brushed. Took my father's overcoat and a faded old bow tie. Came back to the mirror to get a new The mirror said as I withdrew Looked into the mirror What did the mirror say? You're the ugliest kid I've seen Will you please go away? Found my mother's makeup kit And my grandmother's old wig Dabbed some lipstick on my mouth And made my chest look big Put my sister's sweater on And I rolled up both my was so silent, I was so relieved. And finally the mirror spoke and made me feel so glum. It said, you're still weird and ugly. How come? Looked into the mirror. What did the mirror say? You're the ugliest kid I've seen. Will you please go away? I couldn't fool that mirror. No matter how I tried, I spent money, time, and energy, and lots of nights I cried. I realized that though it's good to see the way you look, what's important is who you are, that's what I mistook. The best reflection on who you are comes from another place, so I bought a brand new mirror. Majesty, that is the signal for the grand procession to celebrate breakfast to begin. <laughs> A parade procession to celebrate breakfast? Well, that sounds silly. Why do we celebrate such a thing? You ordered it, sire, so you could wear your new clothes. I did? Oh, I mean, of course I did. Uh, yeah, we mustn't forget to honor breakfast, you know. <laughs> well, uh, let's get this show on the road. Hey, I feel a draft. I better get those new clothes on. But your majesty is wearing the new clothes right now. They are so light and finely spun, you just forgot they were there. Yes, yes, I knew that. Uh, I did. Oh, 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 here comes the empress. <laughs> this new outfit will really wow her. <laughs> she loves surprises. Hurry up, dear. The procession is about to begin. All the townspeople are gathered in the streets to watch us march in the parade, and I just know the ah! <laughs> See? I told you she'd be surprised. How do you like my new clothes? But, but you're stark raving! Oh, now remember, anyone who can't see the clothes is either unfit for their post or stupid. Well, you've accomplished them both. 
You're stark raving mad. There was a man and he was mad and he jumped into the pudding bag. The pudding bag, it was so fine. He jumped into a bottle of wine. The bottle of wine, it was so clear. He jumped into a bottle of beer. The bottle of beer, it was so thick. He jumped into a walking stick. The walking stick, it was so narrow. He jumped into a wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow began to crack. He jumped onto a horse's back. The horse's back began to break. So he jumped into a chocolate cake. The chocolate cake became so rotten. He jumped into a bag of cotton. The bag of cotton caught on fire and blew him up to Jeremiah. Poof! The Empress claimed she had a splitting headache and therefore could not march in the parade procession where the Emperor would sport his new clothes that weren't really there. The Chamberlains, who were to carry the train, stooped and pretended to lift it from the ground with both hands, and they walked along behind the Emperor with their hands in the air. They dared not let it appear that they could not see anything. As the Emperor walked along in the procession, everybody in the streets and at the windows exclaimed how beautiful the Emperor's new clothes were and how well they fit him. Nobody would let it appear that he or she could see nothing, for then he would not be fit for his or her clothes, or else he or she was a fool. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't believe any of my previous outfits have ever been this successful before. My subjects are loving this. But he has got nothing on. Did you hear what that child said? The child said the emperor has nothing on. Yes, he's right. He doesn't have anything on. <laughs> the emperor squirmed for he knew it was true. But the show must go on, and besides, I love a parade. So he held himself stiffer than ever, and the Chamberlains held up the invisible train as he strutted down the street. Oh, they're marching shoulder to shoulder, to demand equal rights for kids. We're not just cute, we're important. We're throwing off our chains and our bids. Children of the world, it's time to unite. It's time to organize and stand up for what is right. We've got nothing to lose but our diapers and our pins. And if we all stick together, I know that we can win. Oh, we're marching shoulder to shoulder. Being less than three feet tall is now in style. We're the front for kids' liberation. Spare the rod and spoil the child. Down with children will speak only when they're spoken to. We ain't just kids, we're human beings too, you know. We wanna be heard, and we know that we'll be seen. No, we won't trust anybody who is over 13. Oh, oh we're marching shoulder to shoulder. We're gonna speak up when we've got something to say. Suppose they gave a birthday party and nobody came. Go to bed. Oh no, we won't go. Oh no, we won't go. Marching shoulder to shoulder down with playpens and nursery school. 
climb out of your high chairs. This fight is for you. We want bread and roses and chocolate too. We're tired of being pampered. We're tired of being coddled. We're making Molotov cocktails from baby bottles. Oh, we're marching shoulder to shoulder. The times they will change one day. Oh, they can send us to our rooms and they can yell and they can spank us. They can make us go to bed, but one day they're gonna thank us. One, two, three, four, lower the doorknobs on the doors. Five, six, seven, eight, don't eat the dinner on your plate. One, two, three, four, lower the doorknobs on the doors. Five, six, seven, eight, don't eat the dinner on your plate. One, two, three, four. Are you out there? Yeah, Mom. Well, come in quick and wash up. Dinner's ready. Okay. Hey, guys, I gotta go now. I'll see you all later, and uh, good luck. <sighs> we'll return for the conclusion of Kids Radio Show after this. This is Miss Carolyn inviting you to tune in to Kids Radio Show again next week at the same time. Kids Radio Show episodes are written by Kel Pickens with musical planning by Carolyn Meyer. All shows are co-produced by Carolyn Meyer and Kel Pickens. Narration by Joy Fieldson. Some characters played by Pat Glass. Till next week, bye.